Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discovering things like historical settings, literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. Well, today we're jumping into the third week uh, of Advent, talking about Jesus as the Lamb of God, looking at uh, John uh, the Baptist's uh, kind of revelation of that mm-hmm. to everybody. And, mm-hmm. uh, where are we headed today? Where are we going? Well, you know, I was just thinking uh, we won't uh, probably be doing the podcast for the next two weeks because of where the days fall. That is true. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I'm thinking not only uh, of Jesus as Lamb of God, which was last Sunday, but Jesus as Savior, which is this coming Sunday. And and then on the last Sunday of the month, Jesus as a prophet and priest and king, mm-hmm. all dimensions of God with us. Um, as much as Easter is about uh, the death resurrection of Jesus as the Lamb of God, I think Christmas is a celebration of the coming of that Lamb. And um, I'm not sure that we often pause uh, to think about that and don't see that in that little baby, but it was really so deeply tied up into uh, this whole idea of He was the Lamb of God that John the Baptist talked about. Um, the coming of the redemption. Uh, it's the first time in, in – it was the first time anyway in almost 400 years God had spoken. And uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty deep and powerful moment. Uh, probably less for us because we've lived – I've lived with that all of my lifetime. I mean, that's all I've ever known. I've never sure. known when God not to be speaking. But right. uh, uh, certainly for um, – for the children of Israel, they had not directly heard from them as they as they had previously, um, and unfortunately, you know, they they missed a good part of him speaking during this season when this little baby came as as the lamb, as the child, as the creator, as the sustainer. Um, but you know, this whole Lamb of God thing, uh, I've been. Uh, Somehow it came across, and I I, uh, have several blogs that I get from folks who have a different perspective on their Christian faith than I do, and I read those fairly intently Mm -hmm. to try to understand, even those who don't believe. Um, And uh, for those who uh, believe that there is no sin or there is no judgment or there is no I I sometimes I just I just uh, waffle between a little bit of maybe hopefully it's righteous anger or just a little bit of sadness when they deny this whole this whole piece of the redemption and the mm-hmm. whole need for the Lamb of God mm-hmm. and um, I just think they're missing uh, the depth of of uh, of not only. The Christmas Advent reason. I mean, we we throw this thing around. Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, <laughs> that's just that's there's so much deeper that that Jesus is uh, the season is here because mm-hmm. we needed redeeming, and this is how God chose to send that Redeemer to us. Sure. Yeah. Why do you think uh, some of those folks have um, difficulty with that, or? Um... I, th- I, you know, I, I've, I've been around long enough to know to see this manifested itself in lots of different ways and lots mm-hmm. of different years, uh, and uh, we've labeled folks who believe differently than I believe. Uh, of course, they've labeled me as as well. Sure. 
but but the denial of the uh, the resurrection of Jesus has been going on since he was raised from the dead. Uh, the denial that we need a savior has been going on as long. Um, I guess if I were to get spiritual, I would say, well, that's just the work of the enemy. But the, it is. But in another way, it's it's um, it. it it's a way of I'm, – I'm trying to find words because 20 years ago I would have been a little bit more cynically sarcastic. And I'm trying to find, trying to find words to say, you know, it's, a, it's about um, a denial of faith in the reality that we are sinners in need of God's mm-hmm. saving grace um, and that we are held accountable uh, for who we are and what we are. Uh, and I think that's a big part of the struggle is not – I don't think there's mean intent in that. I, but I think um, not being held accountable to be, uh, uh, be in right relationship with God, uh, not being held accountable about our lifestyle or our ways or our means or what we think or uh, leads to that place where – Folks will universally believe, and that's what I was reading an article on universalism yesterday. From a, 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 I don't remember the, the the name of the article. It uh, I got so wrapped up in, in reading it, um, but just the belief that there is no heaven, there is no hell, that everybody's going to whatever, um, and uh, I don't know. My heart just breaks for him. That's what it comes down to in many ways. Not that I am the king of knowledge, uh, but on the other hand, I I have some pretty clear beliefs about this thing as well, um, and I don't want anybody to miss out on what blessings God has for him. So. Sure, yeah. You know, and uh, I think a, a good number of, um, of folks who have uh, uh, maybe gone in that direction um, I think they've, uh, how do I want to say this, um, gently, um, well, they've, they've seen, um, I think a bad implementation of, mm-hmm. of, <laughs> mm-hmm. of, uh, the church uh, mm-hmm. to some extent. So, uh, before we, um, before we, uh, you know, pull that log out or pull that speck out of their eye, um, the log is in ours, um, mm-hmm. certainly, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, uh, a lot of those kinds of, um, uh, decisions to go this way or that way or the other way. Um, most of them aren't necessarily based in a, um, a kind of a logical reading or a historical reading or even, a. um, uh, a kind of a confessional reading. It's really more about their experience with the people who claim to be the people of God. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, as we, as we kind of walk through this season that we're in, the spotlight's on us a little bit more. I think, I think it is. And, um, you know, to be mindful of that is always a good thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it does have consequences, not just on, uh, your own life, but the lives of of others. Of I others, think. yeah. I was. I, don't don't hear this. There's not a, a, a shred of politics in this, 
But I was watching uh, former President Bush's funeral the other week in, uh, uh, when they shared in the, uh, the Apostles' Creed. Sure. Um, all kinds of speculation followed about why some joined in and some didn't. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of speculation then arose once again relative to uh, uh, what the words of the Apostles' Creed are. Right. That um, uh, for years as a kid, I said on Sunday mornings because that what was in the worship bulletin and you were supposed to say it. We didn't even print it back then. You had to memorize it. Sure. Um, but uh, I think as uh, his life has gone on for me, I am more deeply, passionately committed to the words of that creed uh, mm-hmm. every year of my life. Right. Um, and um, I do believe those things. Right. Uh, you don't have to agree with me. Uh, we can sit down and have a cup of coffee and radically disagree over things. Well, sure. not a cup of coffee. I'll, yeah. I'll buy you a cup of coffee and I'll drink you a Diet Coke. But I'm, I'm just simply saying that I, I am more passionately committed ever again and again and again to what we say on Sunday mornings when we uh, right. share that. Uh, yeah, you know, and if you actually sit and um, uh, think about the words of the Apostles' Creed, they are fairly wide um, in their... Um, in the general tone of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we would, we would go, Oh, well that means this, 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 then this. And I go, well, that's not what that says. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of room for, um, kind of a big tent, uh, you know, uh, under the term, um, Christian or part of Christ church or whatever you, however you want to say that. Um, but yeah, that apostles creed is a great, I think, example of saying, no, there's a center to this, but um, the circle extends probably much wider than we would. Right. We would uh, know from our own experience, maybe. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes we're looking for something. I don't know whether it's solid, secure, black and white, and faith is is in some degrees black and white, but in a lot of places it's just not. Jesus just. Uh, he just blew the boundaries all apart. You know, I'm getting ready uh, uh, for uh, uh, January when I'm, I'm coming and going to be talking about the I Am scenes of Jesus and the Gospel mm-hmm. of John. Um, and uh, for a month, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, the I Am scenes, his words, and then I'm thinking about for another month, his ways, and then maybe another month, his works. And everything he did just kind of blew status quo out of the waters and um it'd be interesting uh if he was if he was walking around here in the church today to see once what he would blow out of the waters oh, that's a great question it's a great thought experiment i think I, <laughs> I i i sit down and ponder uh, uh and, and i appreciate uh how i've been brought up and the things that i've been taught but i also recognize that uh uh, there are others who have, I was just, we were in a staff prayer meeting and somebody and I were talking about different experiences that other people have in life, uh, whether that's opportunities or decisions made or how those affect life. And, uh, um, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting someday uh, uh, to have that conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but it would be interesting to see if he walked in the door. And I, of course, I don't, I'm not messing with the Presbyterians or the Baptists or even the other Methodists, but just walk in the doors of Calvary one morning sure. and yeah. see what he might upset or right. what he might uh, 
Well, we probably wouldn't even recognize what he looked like. Well, that's probably true, too. Middle Eastern Jew in the first century. We, know. You know, it doesn't look like the pictures that we think uh, <laughs> that he right. looks like. And we probably would not care for his uh, ecclesiology, his politics, theology. I mean, all of it, mm-hmm. you know, is uh, we would probably go, you're a troublemaker, mm-hmm. whoever yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I hope for this uh, for this Christmas Advent season uh, that um, uh, when we um, we who are in the church of the church uh, look at that baby uh, in that manger, maybe our our hearts, our minds have been broadened just a bit, or maybe we've been reminded and there's been a thread run through some things that we know, but. Somehow or another, it gets lost in those swaddling clothes of a cute baby lying in a manger. And it really was, that, that coming was really about some serious business of reconciliation and redemption on God's part for us. So, Yep. All right. Well, we will be back uh, in a few weeks, I think. And uh, until then, grace and peace. Peace.